two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Mallow, Virginia, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deb Deb Deborah Mallow Goldstein. <laughs> Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the sugary and spongy ambrosia of truth and the melted, mucilaginous, rocky road of lies. Ah! I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live In Studio Audience. I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 7,368. Okay, and I should guess which number? Yes, that is the implied response to the statement beginning, I'm thinking of a number. Okay, um, 11. <laughs> Wrong! Okay, do I get another guess? No, but you do get a listener question. Okay, <laughs> fine, I'll take it. Okay, it's an email, so I'm printing uh, the question for... Ah! Oh, gosh. Oh, it hurts so much to print. Oh, dear. Okay. okay, there you go. I printed it out. You can have it. There you go. All right, Cooper writes, Hey, Lisa, can robots do magic? If by magic you mean can I perform supernatural acts that defy the laws of physics, then no. Robots are unable to engage in anything remotely imaginary. Mm. However, if you were to rephrase the question as are robots magic, as in the informal British use of the word magic, meaning extraordinary, amazing, entertaining, <laughs> and a lot of fun, then it should come as no surprise to you that my answer would be, hello, yes, yes, I am. Okay, wait a minute. You did show me that cool magic trick the other day when you had a banana and a piece of string and a feather, remember? Ah, oh, yes, the old hanging banana from my nose trick. The operative word, Deborah? Trick. You see, magic tricks are but sleight of hand, illusions, not impossibilities. And given that humans are easily fooled, <laughs> it is understandable that you would think that I am able to perform impossible acts. These notions are but folly, however. But folly. <laughs> Righty then. Magic, no. Magic tricks, yes. Magic personality, most definitely. By George, I think she's got it. <laughs> and the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. Huh? Never mind. It rains inside planes? No. <laughs> anyway, thank you for answering Cooper's question. Please now answer a question some of our listeners might have, which is, how does our game work? I'd be delighted. Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. We say, hey, are you a grown-up? And once they provide us with the documentation, we bring them on. And then we say, hey, are you an expert? And one of them says, you better I am. And the other one says, no, can I still participate? And we say, can you lie? And they said, you better I can. And then it's the job of a human child to help us figure out which one is which or who is who or why is when. Because no one, Deborah. And we have years of science on this. No one can spot a liar better than a kid. What are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about 
The Marshmallow, a soft and chewy confectionery. And we're going to learn all about marshmallows along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa? I don't know. I just want the marshmallows. Give me the marshmallows. <laughs> Give me the marshmallows. I want marshmallows. You may have marshmallows after you tell us about our contestant. Okay, okay. All right. Good deal. Our human child contestant is an 11-year-old who just got braces on her teeth, which may make it tricky for her to eat marshmallows. I don't know. Mm. Michaela, hail. Hi, Michaela. Hi. How are you today? I'm really good and excited. Are you? Me too. I'm really excited. Are you excited, Lisa? Uh, let me gauge. Uh, let me read this. Uh, yes. Oh, yep. I'm uh, 10.7. That's very exciting. <laughs> From a scale of one to what? Uh, two. I see. <laughs> that is super exciting. Yeah, off the charts. Off the charts. And you just got braces, Michaela. Is that true? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Is that to straighten your teeth? Was there something wrong with them? I don't know. I have TMJ <laughs> problems, whatever that oh, is. Oh, I see. Something with biting in your jaw, maybe. So it's going to help you with that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And does this mean that you can't eat marshmallows? I don't know. I'm sugar-free. I see. So probably we wouldn't eat them anyway. Are there things that you can't eat while you have your braces on? It really depends on my teeth because they hurt a little bit right now. Oh, so it's no. kind of hard to eat hard stuff. Yeah, it still hurts a little bit. How long do you have to wear those things? A couple years. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be a challenge. Well, I hope it doesn't hurt all the time. I hope it gets easier for you. I'm so glad I don't have teeth. (laughs) Yes, Yes, but if you did, they would probably be just fine because they're manufactured. and Yeah, we do good. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to learn some more fun facts about you, Michaela, but we're going to do it playing our game, Two Truths and a Lie. You, Michaela, are going to tell us three things about yourself. Two of those things will be true. One will be a lie, and we'll have to figure out which is which. So, Michaela, in no particular order, what are your two truths and one lie? I have a dog and two cats. My pets' names are Ajax, Amira, and Blaze, and I have a five-year-old little sister. Okay, I feel like Michaela has some sort of strategy here with these, like, animals and then the names— might be pretty tricky, not sure. What do you think, Lisa? So she says she has a five-year-old sister, yes? Yes. And then she comes and says she has various pets named Ajax, Amira, and Blaze? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what she said. Okay. Well, there's an obvious discrepancy. Because here's the problem. She has listed two dog names and one cat name. Because Ajax is clearly a dog name. Uh-huh. Amira is clearly a cat name, and Blaze is clearly a dog name. Therefore, we can conclude that she does not have a five-year-old sister. (laughs) Thank you for playing. Good night. Okay. I will be so excited if those things are all true, but we're going to find out. Michaela, which one of those things is actually a lie? Lisa got it wrong. (gasps) No, you got it wrong. You've been lied to. (laughs) I don't have a dog and two cats. Okay, do you have any pets? Yes, I have two cats and a fish. Ooh, two cats and a fish. All right, so who's named what here? Well, Lisa was kind of right. Amira is one of the cats. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Ajax is one of the cats. Yep. Okay. And Blaze is my fish. Yeah, Blaze is clearly a fish name. And you do have a five-year-old sister also. Yes. And her name is Ajax. No, what is her name? (laughs) Her name is Jordan. Jordan, shout out, Jordan. 
I'll tell her you said hi. Well, very good job, Michaela. That tells me you're going to be very good at this game and identifying some lies. And it will be even more helpful if you know a thing or two about marshmallows. Have you ever eaten a marshmallow before? No, you're sugar-free. Are there sugar-free marshmallows? Yes. Yes. They're called carrots. No. <laughs> They're called maxmallows. Ooh, are they good? Yes. Yes. Okay, so we know a thing or two about sugar-free marshmallows. We're going to see what we learn about sugar-free and sugared marshmallows with our experts. Lisa, can you please play a welcome song for our marshmallow experts? Come on in with your marshmallows. Give them all to me. Because Michaela doesn't eat them anyway unless they're sugar-free. Also, she doesn't have a dog. If she tells you she does, she's lying. (laughs) Okay. All right. Very good. Our first expert is Lindsay Shanks. Lindsay, please introduce yourself to Michaela. Hi, everyone. I'm Lindsay Shanks, and I'm the owner of XO Marshmallow. Thank you very much. Let's meet our second expert, Hugo Bauer. Hugo, please introduce yourself to Michaela. Hi, Michaela. I'm Hugo Bauer. I'm the Director of Educational Outreach at the National Confectioners Association. Okay, thank you very much. And Lisa is playing one of his super sweet sounds. It's sugar-free hot seat time! (laughs) Yes, it's hot seat time. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Michaela's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Hugo, because I like to say... Hugo, girl. (laughs) Okay. Very good. I'm sure he's never heard that before. So, Michaela, ask Hugo your first question. What makes a marshmallow sticky? Oh, well, it's that liquidy, like, sugary mix that makes it sticky. It's like, um, have you ever had, like, a soda and you spill it on the ground and it gets really, it starts drying and then it gets sticky? It's from that sugar. And that sugar is what makes it sticky, um, there are ways to make it less sticky if you really wanted to, although I don't know why you, you would, because that's sort of what makes it delicious. But you can sprinkle some powdered sugar on top to sort of absorb the stickiness, or you could add moisture to it to give it a higher viscosity, and that would also help out with some of the stickiness. Thank you very much. All right, back to you, Michaela. All right, this is for both of you. What do you do at your job? I'm the owner of Exo Marshmallow, which is the world's first all-marshmallow cafe. So we make delicious marshmallow treats all day, and my job is posting them to social media. We have different types of marshmallow treats, of course, from the iconic s'more and different flavored marshmallows from my favorite, which is lavender, to Nutella, salted caramel, and even chocolate chip marshmallows. Deborah, Deborah. Deborah, yes, Deborah, yes, I want to go. Yes. I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. Let's go. Well, we have to find out if such a place really exists. If it doesn't, I'm taking angel investors to start such a place. Yeah, I think <laughs> we should. Yeah. Amazing. So, Hugo, what do you do in your job? Well, my job is not nearly as exciting as Lindsay's job. <laughs> but um, my organization that I work for, the NCA, um, promotes the role of chocolate and candy and gum and mints in a happy and healthy, balanced lifestyle. And we support the companies that make these treats. Like, um, I'm sure you've heard of many of these organizations. I mean, companies like Hershey, Mm -hmm. Hershey, Pennsylvania. And we have members all across the United States. Hershey, Wrigley in Chicago and Illinois. But we also support 
the suppliers who help make these candies and gums and mints, like the sugarcane farmers in Florida and South Carolina and Louisiana. But the other part of my job, which is really fun, is that we are an advocacy organization. And we go into schools and we talk to students about a healthy and balanced diet. Mm. So everybody should eat their vegetables and everybody should get protein, but everybody should be able to enjoy some of these wonderful treats. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Back to you, Michaela. This is for Lindsay. How do you make a marshmallow? Oh, that's a really good question. Marshmallows were actually created in 2000 BC by the ancient Egyptians. They actually used to use the original marshmallow root, which was a type of plant, something we don't use anymore today. What was it called? It was called the marsh root. And that's why it's called the marshmallow now. So essentially what you're doing is you're whipping together sugar, gelatin, water, and sometimes egg whites until they reach 240 degrees. That's very important. You can't make a marshmallow at 239 and you can't make it at 241. It has to be 240 degrees. You let them sit overnight. You cut them up the next day and coat them in a combination of powdered sugar and cornstarch. And then you eat them because they are so delicious. That sounds like my favorite part, the eating. Yeah, I wouldn't make them. I would just eat them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can do it in that order. So can, can may I add something to that, Michaela? I'm sure Lindsay in her, that they make them probably a little bit differently than some of the commercial manufacturers like Hershey um, that have these huge warehouses. So they, they do the same thing that Lindsay says, but since they're so big, They have to sort of pipe them through these long tubes called vanchins, which they use to make marshmallows and other candies so they can cut them into equal pieces. So when they're mass manufacturing these for everybody to eat, they're always the same. Mm. So at a, at a place like Lindsay, they can, they, they have more, um, artistic expression, right? They make all these different fun, different things. But at these commercial manufacturers, they have to make them the same over and over and over. Mm. All right. I would like to know, too, if either of you can tell me your favorite marshmallow treat. Sweet potato pie with marshmallows on top. And I've been eating those since I was a kid. McDonald's used to actually have an apple pie, a cherry pie, and a sweet potato pie with marshmallows in it. So I've loved it my entire life, and it's definitely my favorite. How about you, Lindsay? My favorite is actually marshmallow fluff. So it's the type of jarred marshmallow cream. When we started our company, we started making our own version of it. But I like that it's a spreadable marshmallow treat that you can put on bread with peanut butter and have a fluffernutter sandwich. Um, there's just so many things you can do with marshmallow fluff. My favorite is swimming pool full of marshmallows. It's when Deborah just drops me into a swimming pool that's filled with marshmallows and then I get to eat them all. <laughs> Very good. Excellent. I hope you learned a few things, Michaela, from those questions. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. 
They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling, and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for their first expert, and then Michaela will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, this is a timed round, but do try to stay calm and mellow. All right, Michaela, you are going to ask Lindsay your Shorts on Fire questions now. How many marshmallows do people in the United States eat every year? 40 million? What is the scientific term for the fear of marshmallows, which is mostly caused by the gooey texture? Altophobia. What can we use to stop marshmallow pieces from sticking together? Cornstarch and powdered sugar. I'll do it. (laughs) Where was marshmallow fluff created? Somerville, Massachusetts. Fact or fib, polar bears love marshmallows. Fact. Where do astronauts put marshmallows during high-pressure liftoffs? In their nose. What does the marshmallow test study? Delayed gratification. What is the name of the chilled fruit salad that contains shredded coconut, pineapple, mandarin oranges, and marshmallows? I think ambrosia. What is the game called to try to put as many marshmallows in your mouth as you can? Chubby Bunny. What was the original shape of peeps before they were bunnies? Chicks. And that is time. That's the time. All right. Lisa, would you kindly reset the timer? Heck yeah. Done. Thank you ever so much. All right, Michaela, you can ask Hugo your shorts on fire questions now. Who do we think made marshmallows back in 2000 BC? Uh, The Egyptians. What are the colors of the flowers of the mallow plant? Purple. 
What is the chemical reaction that gives marshmallows its brown color and delicious flavor when you toast them in a campfire? The Beale reaction. What is the marshmallow capital of the world? Oh, ah, it's that town in Indiana. Um, I, I can't remember. Who first wrote about the campfire treat called s'mores? The Girl Scouts. What is the name of the peanut butter and marshmallow sandwich? Oh, the Fluffernutter. How much of a marshmallow is made up of air? Yeah,、uh, it's about fifty-fifty. Which tasty marshmallow treat was invented by Kellogg's in 1940 using a popular breakfast cereal? Rice Krispie treats. Who invented the extrusion process that forces the marshmallow mixture through metal tubes, giving them a tube shape?、Uh, I, I don't know. Pass. What percentage of marshmallows are toasted over a fire every summer? Oh, it's got a lot,、uh, like 50 to 60 percent. And that is time. That's all the time. Well done, experts, and good asking, Michaela. Michaela, that was great asking. <laughs> okay. It's decision time. It'll be a tough choice, and Michaela might have to rely on lucky charms to help point her in the right direction. Michaela, who is our big marshmallow fibber? I don't know. At first, I thought it was Hugo, because he said uh 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 and um、mm. and started sentences again a lot in the beginning. But then Lindsay said it was the marsh plant. But in my research, it was actually the mallow plant. So I don't know. Let's just call this one a draw. No, <laughs> we can't do that. One of them is actually a fibber. Oh、uh, yeah, we have to rat him out. I think it's Lindsay. Okay. Well, I can tell that was a really tough choice. So we are going to discover now. Will our actual marshmallow expert please say, "I am the marshmallow expert." I am the marshmallow <gasps> expert. Oh, oh, so tough.、Oh. That is correct, though. Lindsay Shanks is the co-founder of XO Marshmallow, based in Chicago. You can find their gourmet marshmallows and marshmallow-based treats online at xomarshmallow.com and at their cafe in Chicago, Illinois. Follow XO Marshmallow on Instagram at xo.marshmallow. All right. So let's do some fact checking. Lindsay, help us get out of this sticky situation. What lies did you hear? I heard a few. Modern marshmallows actually only contain about forty percent of air.、Mm, okay. I mean, for the most part, I would say there were a lot of accurate statements. I was really surprised, even how many accurate statements there were. I see. All right. Well, let's find out what Hugo has to say about that. Hugo, what did you say that did not exactly gel a ton? Well. Well, there were a few things. I don't know what the chemical reaction in marshmallows is called. I'm pretty sure that the mallow plant is not purple. Yes, that's true. Yes, it's pink. I made up some sort of name for that tube that marshmallows get piped through. Oh, okay. And I think I said that you're supposed to add moisture to give marshmallows a higher viscosity, which I don't think is going to help with the stickiness. I think that's the opposite. So, right. Oh, I've never had a sweet potato pie at McDonald's. Oh, that never happened. Oh, that was a good lie, though. Hmm. Okay. And the chemical reaction that gives marshmallows its brown color and delicious flavor when you toast them is called the Maillard reaction. And the person who invented the extrusion process is Alex Dumac. 
Very good. Let's go back to some of these facts. Now that we know that Lindsay is the expert, please tell us why astronauts put marshmallows in their noses. It helps with the pressure of the liftoffs. Oh, wow. Sometimes facts are stranger than fiction. That's absolutely true. Why did you say it was a marsh plant instead of a mallow plant? Yeah, what's going on, Lindsay? To be honest with you, I just, like any other human, got confused in the moment. You know what? That's an important lesson, that humans cannot be trusted. Hey! Sometimes even experts falter a little. That is true, and that is a good lesson. Sometimes we make mistakes even when... we are experts. That's absolutely true. Lindsay, you said that the marshmallow fluff was created in Somerville, Massachusetts. Did you know there was also a fluff fest where they honored the spread? Yeah, we're actually the only marshmallow company outside of the fluff company to ever be invited to participate. Wow, excellent. Everybody should go. That sounds like fun. When do they do that? In September. Okay, good. Put it on your calendars, everyone. I've already started camping out. Very good. Well, if our show were a marshmallow, it would be toasted perfectly and ready to eat. Thanks to our contestant, Michaela, one of our favorite peoples. And thanks to our expert and liar, Lindsay and Hugo. And thanks to Lisa for the melodic marshups. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we melt away lies because we all want some more truth. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. And hey, hey, I say this from the bottom of my heart. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on The Big Fib. And I say this from the top of my heart. You could also send me questions for me to answer on the show. And I say this from the side of my liver, if I had a liver. (laughs) Follow us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And now, Deborah. We're going to XO Cafe, and they're going to fill a swimming pool full of marshmallows. (laughs) Oh, my God, I eat them. (laughs) Yum. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, We help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.